We're all looking for thoughts to talk about over Pesach. But more importantly, we're looking for actions, things that inspire us and change things, change our perspective and change the way we look at life. I want to share with you a beautiful Dvar Torah that is, I would say, based on the words of Rabbi Daniel Gladstein in his amazing and beautiful Haggadah um, on Shir HaShirim and why we say that at the end of Pesach Seder. Um, these thoughts are basically from him. Um, I developed them a little bit more in my own interpretation, and most of his thoughts are based on Chida. Um, I'm going to kind of build it up in a way that he does in order that it will have a tremendous impact, I hope, on just understanding the concept of Shir Hashirim. So let's go through some things. There's a minig that the Ramah brings down to say Shir Hashirim and Shul on Shabbos Cholomoyed, and of course Shir Hashirim has kind of made its way into uh, many of the um, many of the Haggadah Shal Pesachs. One of the simple reasons as to why we say Shir Hashirim, and this is my preamble before starting Ray Gladstein's Pshat, Pshatim, I should say, is that it's very simple. This is a Pasuk in Shir Hashirim, which means that when we get inspired, we have to grab it. And so we, when we're speaking about Yitzhak and Sraim, and we're inspired to get out of the shackles of the Shibud of Egypt in its spiritual and physical and everything that it represents manner, so we're left inspired, and we want to make sure we keep that inspiration going. And so we just can't just get up and not say anything. So it's kind of like at a wedding where people just sit around. They don't want to leave. They're so inspired that they just have to sing Eish Chayil, which is the appreciation of the Jewish home and the, the Torah. And, of course, the, the, the Kala, who is a big focus on bringing out the amazing and beautiful new home and the Hassan's understanding and appreciation of who she is and what she brings. And so it's the same thing with Shir Shirim, where we find ourselves just not being able to take leave of the Seder, and therefore just wanting to remind ourselves, if you're inspired, you have to make sure that it becomes something that we put into action, and therefore we read the love that we have for Hashem, and that Hashem has for Kala Yisrael, which is what Shir Shirim is, and that shot into Iru Vitoru is based on the Ramban, where he writes this in Kisvei Ramban, this idea that if you get inspired, you have to do something with it. Actually, Techbats, you have to make it something real. I've spoken about this in the past. We're not going to go into it right now. Okay, so the Ramah brings down this Minug, and the Avucharhom, now, now this is Rabbi Gladstein's stuff, the Avucharhom brings down a very simple shot that in the Shira Shira, it mentions, Yitzhiyas that to the mighty steeds, the horse of the battled Paro's chariots, I re- um, or actually the battled with as Paro's chariots, I revealed that you are my beloved. Now, Agav, again, just digressing a little bit, but if you look at the Nefesh Chaim, he talks about this at the beginning, Parak Aleph, that, Shar Aleph, I should say, that this exact Mida of Hashem, the Susasi Bruchbe Paro, it's a very, very Peladic Pusik, by the way, because the Pusik says, basically, I compare God to a horse. That's literally what it says. And not only the horse, but the horses of Paro. And not only the horses of Paro, but the ones that were running into the Yamsov. So Rashi and Shirashim and the Madrashim all explain that this horse, normally it follows its master, but here it was literally drawn to go into the most dangerous place. And says in Hashem, this is the Sod, which is that Hashem Uzi, Hashem is my strength, but also we give strength to Hashem. And what does that mean? To do Oza Lukim, that means that our behavior, Hashem has made it in this world, reflects the Rebunish I'm sorry I'm digressing again. This has nothing to do with the, the uh, Reglad scenes here, but it's still an important thing. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you when I'm quoting him. So, says in Shachayim, this is the episode of life, that to Ozel Kim, we give power to Hashem in our actions. 
and so too, Tzuri Lada Tateshi, we weaken Hashem with our bad actions. Kaviyachol. Not because we actually have power over God, but because that's how Hashem imbued that the world will function. Take a look at Nefesh Chaim. I believe it's Shar Aleph Perik Ches or so. I have something written about this many, many years ago. So, bottom line is that the Susasi Bruch Beipar with Yimisakarasi expresses a beautiful connection that Kalal Yisrael has between us and Hashem, that Hashem has given us the power, Kaviyachol, to determine the Ashba that comes down to this world. And what better way to end the Seder to understand this beautiful symbiotic relationship that the Rebbe Shalom wills for it to be that Yisrael should have that power. Back to Rabbi Gladstein. Okay, so he brings down that Shir Shirim has a total of 117 psukim. And this is brought down actually in a simon at the end. It says, Sikum Psuke Sefer Shir Shirim Mea Veshiva Eser. And it's Vesimon Vechichech Kiyayin Hatov Holech. Kiyayin Hatov He of Holech is 117. For those who are not sure, people, please always correct me. The Rakech brings down a beautiful thing. What's 117? He says, Shlomo Melech wrote that many Psukim in Shir Shirim. Why? Because the Major says that Shlomo had to be mushlam, perfect, but he did three averas. What is that? And remember, Chazal say, Kol Omer David Chata. Obviously, we're we're talking on our level of how we understand. Anyway, a Toa. So, what are the three averas that, that, that Shlomo did? Lo Yarba Lo Susim, you shouldn't have too many horses. Lo Yarba Lo Nashim, too many wives. Because of his love, Lo Yarba Lo Mod. Those are his three averas. And therefore, since he did these three averas, he was high of Malchus for being over on these lavim. And Malchus is 39. 39 times 3 for these three averas, 117. This Pusik is a apology and a kapara that he sang in order to get it. And that's what's going on. So Shlomo included 117 seconds to get that to get that kapara. The Chidah says also that this 117 seconds have to do with the Tzitzit Shrayim. The Chidah wrote many, many Haggadahs and uh, Zeroah Yimin, Pe'achad, Safa'achad, Gula Mitzrayim, Batinefesh, etc., etc. Regulatistin quotes from those five out of many. Uh, apparently, the Chidah lived, I believe, 84 years, and he wrote 84 Svarim, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, um, there needs to be um, a um, a Shem HaGadolim just on the Chidah itself. That's a joke, by the way. Okay, so says the Chidah, the Shibud of Mitzrayim lasted for 117 years. Wait, the Torah says 430, and it says 210. Hold on, hold on. So, what does that mean? Because Rashi tells us, and Chazal tells us, that Levi outlived everyone. And we know that Vayamas Yosef, the actual Sheba didn't start till everyone died. Yes, they were in Egypt for 210 years, but it didn't start till Levi died. And the Seder Olam says that Levi outlived all this all these Shvatim. I believe it was 22 years. There's a famous story about Reboyer um, about this, but not for now. Anyway, and so he, the Jews ended up being in Mitzrayim for 117 years after Levi died because um, Yaakov went down to Mitzrayim. He was 130, as it says before in the Pasuk. Levi was 44, according to Seder Olam and many other sources, and Levi died at 137. So he spent 93 years in Mitzrayim, and the Sheba, therefore, 210 years minus 93 is 117. So therefore, that's the shot. And the Tom says the Chida, he's asked his Kasha, what is the Tom asking? Mazos, what's this? Chida says, he's asking, why are we so grateful for Hashem for taking us out? Hashem was fulfilling his promise. So what Tom says, we answer with Tom that it's not that we're thanking him for, for taking us out, it's when he took us out. That Bechozek means only after 117 and not leaving us there for, 100, for, for 430, etc. Okay, says the Chida that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim after 117 years. 
And the Agada says, Vayered Mitzrayma Onus Alpia Dibor. Says the Chida, he loves Gematrius. The Rashi Teva is Vayered Mitzrayma Onus Al, is again the same 117. Also, the Chida says that even the word Onus itself, Onus, that we were forced to go down there, was for 117 years, same Gematria. Okay, what's going on over here? So, um, the number 117, Galus Mitzrayim, was a Kapara from Chiras Yosef. We, hopefully we'll speak about this a little bit more, but a lot of the Mepharshim of the Barbanel has a famous shtickle on this, Rochanan has a famous shtickle on it, etc. Hopefully we'll get to that soon, but basically, Al-Regalachas, um, because of the sin that the Jews did in, in selling Yosef, it showed the disunity, and that's why Arami Yovidavi, Veir Mitzrayba, etc., etc. Okay, so Yosef was enslaved from age 17 when he went down to Egypt till he got out of jail at age 30, when he was appointed the viceroy, Safnas Banach. Therefore, he was there, he was a slave officially for 13 years, at least under horrible conditions. Mamela, the brothers that were involved in a sale, which is 9 out of 12, Yosef wasn't involved, Reuven wasn't involved, and Midyamin wasn't involved, so that leaves 9 people that were involved. Again, beyond the scope of this conversation, there were Asar Yamalchus, then there were 10 people involved, etc., etc., not for now. But all. But suffice it to say, Rev. Meir Yechiel Halstock, the Rebbe of Ostrovska, Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, but that's who he's quoting. He says that the 13 years Yosef was in Mitzrayim, as in jail, had to be nishaper um, by those nine brothers. Nine times 13 is 117 years of slavery that the Jews had to suffer. And that's why he says, Vayeshev Ruven al-Bar. And he came back and he says, oh no, he's not here. Ayelad enenu, v'ani anani ba. Enenu is big matri, 117. We're going to suffer for this. Also, Chidad brings down, that Midas Adin Elokim, which is 86, was against Klal Yisrael and would have kept them there longer. But Midas Harachamim, which is Aleph Lamed, Kale, is 31. That said, no, 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 make it, make it the shortest time possible. And so 86 plus 31, Elokim and Kale, is 117 again. And these are the exact years of the Shibud. Okay? And says the Chida in Chida style that Halach Ma'anya Di Achal Di Avasana Ba'ara de Mitzrayim. Those Rashi Tevas are 117. And also, the word Imo Anochi Bitsara, Imo with the Kolo, which is plus one for the word itself, is 117. Here's the punchline. It brings together from Rukhaim Kanievsky. Rukhaim Kanievsky brings down that the Zohar says that the fires of hell, fires of Gehenna, punish those who did Averis. So out of 168 hours of a week, that you might not have known this, I definitely didn't, there are times that the Gehenna doesn't operate. We all know that one of them is the 24 hours of Shabbos. However, Rechayim Knesset brings down that there's a Zohar that says that Gehenna rests for every hour and a half each for each of the three tefillahs of the six days of the week that are davened. I don't understand exactly who, what, where, when, and why, but that's what it says. For each tefillah of its davened, Chakras, Mukha, and Marif, there's a, hundred and hour, there's a one and a half hour respite a day. So four and a half hours a day, Gehenna is turned off. How this works, does it go by the relatives? Does it go by the person that davened? I have no idea. Bottom line is, if you take 168 hours that are in a week, and 24 hours for Shabbos that it's off, Ganem, and 27 hours for the Dalas Tefilas, which is four and a half hours times six, we're left with 117. The hours of Gehenim correspond to the years of Mitzrayim, which also correspond to Shir Shirim, which is the antidote. Says Rukhani Kedievsky, the Tefilah that we say, Amatsi Shabbos, when Gehenim is turning back on, Yoshe Besezer, it's also said, escorting a person to their final resting place, that tefillah has 112 words. 
says Rav Chaim, he heard from an altar person. I don't know who this was, if it was Eliyahu Hanavi, or if it was some other Chashuv person. But that's why we repeat five of the words, Orech Yom HaSviyah Orech Yom HaSviyah to get 117. So it's marumas to all these things. So it comes out that these 117 Psukim are connected the 117 hours of Gehenim, which are connected the 117 years because Mechiras Yosef, that's the Kapara. And Mamela, it makes perfect sense why Shira Shirim is the exact antidote to this and why it's the climax of, of the Pesach Seder, because that is exactly the Geula Shlema that we are striving for. And the last thing he brings down is that the Sar Shal Esav, his name was Duma, and the local Yorde Duma became the warden of Gehenim when, when his position in Egypt was terminated, when Egypt was destroyed, which makes perfect sense again. The point is that we see there's a tremendous beauty and depth to the Dibre Chazal and the understanding and to the how, how the entire Pesach Seder is arranged, especially with the climax of Shir Shirim at the end of the Seder. I wish you and your family a beautiful Chag Kashir